Danny G, welcome to Behind the Windshield with Dennis the Apprentice. Well, thank you very much, Dennis the Apprentice. We finally got here. Yes, we're awesome. here. We're behind the windshield. It's like right there. <laughs> it's exactly. like right there. <laughs> so this started about two years ago, right? At the wet show I met you, I think. Yes, correct. That was a lot of, there was a meetup or something, kind of a spontaneous meetup at a bar or something, I think. I do believe that's right? correct. Yeah, I think so. That was very cool. <laughs> I met George the Plumber that yes. year. Yeah. And yourself. Yeah. Couple other guys. Remember, I met the impetus. Uh, yes. Yeah, the impetus. I don't think he's here this year. He couldn't make it because the vaccine and the borders and stuff. Correct. I, I Correct. looked into him. Yeah, wow. I met quite a few people that year. Very cool. So I'm just uh, talking about apprenticeships and exploring that, and I'd love to hear your story about how you found the plumbing uh, trade. Sure. Uh, I actually found the plumbing trade a little late in life. Uh, I was 35 years old. Okay. Whenever I got into the the apprenticeship, so a little brief history. Yeah. Uh, got graduated high school, went into the Air Force. Okay. So I served uh, uh, five years in the Air Force uh, as a firefighter, and when I got out, I went to work in the steel mill where my dad worked at mm -hmm. uh, for almost twelve years. Mm -hmm. So the last four years of that, I wasn't really happy with the steel mill work. It was boring to me. And I, I opened up a video game rental and retail store. Wow. Physical location that we rented out video games. We sold video games, the systems, everything. Right. Okay? And so that was called Games by the Day because you could rent them on a daily basis. Sure. At the time, everyone rented them for five days. But yeah. So that was the whole the scheme of that, and it worked yeah. really well. People liked that. Uh, opened a second location that didn't do as well mm -hmm. and I was just kind of a little bit bummed by that closed it down and still had the one location and a friend a lifelong friend of mine uh, said he could get me into plumbing if I wanted out of that mill and I wanted yeah. something interesting and I said you know what let's do it yeah so uh, he helped me get into uh, plumbers local 210 okay. which is uh, I'm still a, a current member of plumbers local 210 okay. I'm a signatory contractor now okay uh, but uh, so yeah I got into the apprenticeship at 35 years old I walked away from that mill job awesome and, uh, yeah it was it was kind of a it was a, I don't want to say a midlife crisis, but a midlife job change. Sure. And uh, it's one that I've not regretted for a single day. I'm Very I'll tell cool. You that right now. Very cool. Yeah. Well, what what was it that intrigued you or kept you involved in your apprenticeship? Like, what got you? Like, this is where I need to be. I guess my drive to be the best at whatever it was that I was doing. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I want to shoot for the moon. Mm -hmm. If I fall just short, well, I'm, I'm still out in outer space, right? You know? Absolutely. So that, that was kind of what, what my focus was the whole time. Uh, you know, you hear things about, well, you know, guys top out after their five years of apprenticeship school or whatever, and they may be laid off. Well, I didn't want to be in that situation. So, uh, you know, I said, well, I will shoot as, to do the best that I can do. Mm -hmm. And then uh, at the end of it all, you know, I, I should be somewhat successful. Absolutely. That's what my goal was. So I focused the whole time to be at the top of the class, you know, tre okay. treat every every uh, subject like it was really important, and it right. was. Um, and so. Awesome. So what did you actually do? Like, if you're instructing a, a young person just starting in their apprenticeship, what are two or three things to do every day or what to do to stick out like a sore thumb in a good way, right? Like to really uh, yeah. show up and be there. It's cool to see you say that because I hear you like every day say that. It's kind of cool <laughs> yeah. to be right here. You know what? The inspiration for that is Trent. Trent's here, one of my techs. Okay. One of my very first posts, he smashed his thumb. I mean, he's got this 
bandaged picture of his thumb with a big right. smile. <laughs> and that's where that came from. <laughs> that's awesome. Now I'll think about that yeah. every time uh, yeah. that I hear, see you say that. Yeah. So uh, a couple a couple things that I would say is uh, to, to a young apprentice starting off would be to um, to go above and beyond what you're being taught. So, you know, you got your journeyman that you're working with. Uh, maybe read, maybe ask him for a code book, you right, know, if right. he hasn't already given you one. Okay. Uh, you know, do a little bit of extra, mm -hmm. and that way, much like myself, you shoot for the, 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 the stars or whatever, and, mm -hmm. you know, you'll have to aim, you aim high, and you're going to have to hit somewhere high. Absolutely. So just do a little bit extra. Don't go in for the minimum. Okay. You know, if they say, you know, do this, huh, you do that. Well, maybe whenever they're gone, you know, try a little bit more. Do it right. again. Right. Solder that another joint. You got a couple extra fittings here that you can scrap. Just give them, a, give them a shot. You know. Right. If they give you five joints, do six or seven. Right? There you go. If yeah. you if you can do that, if it fits into to whatever you're doing, yeah, always try to do a little bit better. They say clean up. Don't just clean up. Make sure it's darn good and clean. You know, right. do a good job at it. Right. You know, clean the next room that they weren't expecting. You know. Right. Whatever. Awesome. Yeah. Going next mile being remarkable yes that makes uh, you stand out for sure in a good way yeah you know, yeah, right? yeah. what is a stand out like a sore thumb stand out in a, like a sore thumb in a, in a good, good way. way very yeah. good I, I was gonna I've, I've got that. that picture I got that picture <laughs> Trent's here I'll have him do it very cool so what how'd you um how'd you figure out to be on your own rather than work for someone else well, that kind of, uh, I've always had the entrepreneur spirit. Maybe yeah. I don't work well for others, and, and therefore I need to work for myself. Uh, that's probably a negative, but at the same time, sure. it drives me. Uh, but uh, it was kind of a, a forced situation because in 2011, uh, construction was down. Mm -hmm. And uh, mostly when you're working, at least in, the, in our area for the unions, usually you're doing uh, commercial construction. Right. You know, building schools, uh, hotels, things of that nature. Uh, that was down in 2011. And so there was a lot of people laid off. I was one of them. So right. for the whole year of 2011, I was just about laid off. And so um, that kind of was my driving factor of, well, I have my contractor's license, which I got early on, mm -hmm. just in case. Right. Okay. Never really uh, intended to be a contractor, but I thought oh, I'll get it, mm -hmm. and, and that way it's it's kind of an ace in, in, in my up my sleeve, you know. Sure. And it came in handy. You know, I'm laid off. I think I can do better by myself, keeping myself employed, mm -hmm. than than one of these construction contractors that don't have buildings to build. Right. And so that's when I learned the service trade because okay. I, I never did service. I only right. did construction. So new new construction. Right. So uh, so that was something I kind of uh, mostly had taught myself. You know, based on the principles I learned in in plumbing, but uh, sure. I had to really navigate the waters of of, uh, of service work. Sure. So, but I thought, you know what? It's and a different so, animal. It's a whole different animal. Uh, yeah. But since I've started the business, uh, which was uh, in March next month, it will be 10 years. 10 years. 10 awesome. years ago. Uh, and I've not had a day off that I have not wanted to have. That's that's a fact. Imagine that. So I've had a lot of days that I've worked that I didn't want to work, but I haven't <laughs> had any days off that I didn't want. So. Perfect. There's plenty of work out there. There's plenty of work yeah. out there, yeah. Now, do you have employees? Or are you on your own? Or? Uh, you know, I'm on my own. Uh, yeah. I've been the whole time. Okay. Uh, I've had a helper uh, here or two, okay. uh, but for the most part, it's always been every job, just me. Um, I'm actually uh, at the beginning of going to have my first official employee. Uh, I found a young man that reached out to me uh, that I knew. Uh, he went to school with my daughter, uh -huh. so he's about 20 years old right now. Uh -huh. And he showed interest 
and a plumbing uh, career. Right. And I mean, I was I was a little bit shocked. You know, you, you wonder, did I just get punked? You know, did somebody? You know, <laughs> what's going on? You know, twenty year olds aren't reaching out right now to try to get into plumbing. Sure, you know, it's just not what we see. And so, and, and this this young man uh, is uh, uh, a fine young man. You know, right. uh, and he is a uh, he was a three sport athlete, so he's physically uh, got yeah. abilities. Uh-huh. And um, and he graduated salutatorian, a small school, but still. Mm-hmm. He had to beat 12 others, you know, yeah. so he's, he's got a, a brain in his head, which is yeah. good. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, a guy with physical abilities and, and learning abilities, you know, and he wants to be in plumbing. How can like, I turn that down? Sold. Oh, sold. Right. <laughs> when do we start? Right. So, um, so actually he's going through the uh, application process at our union hall right now in mm-hmm. Plumbers Local 210. Mm-hmm. He's applied and he has his uh, job interview in March. Uh, awesome. Or not job interview, uh, interview to get into the apprenticeship program. Right. So, but then I plan to hire him at Ronan Dyke Plumbing, and right. I'm going to try to pour everything I've got into that young man. Awesome, awesome. I think there's a, there's something about uh, once we've mastered our craft, we want to leave a legacy. Yes. So, yes. We're looking for someone that yep. will take interest in what we love. Yeah, yeah. And pass it on to somebody. And that someone is hard to find, believe yeah. it or not. There's not just everybody. I can't just pick somebody and say, here, I, I want to leave you this legacy of, yeah. of plumbing and, and, and fixing problems and being the hero and saving the day. And, right. You know, uh, you know, not everyone's interested in doing that right. or able to do that. Some people might be interested and they don't have it going on up here. Right. Yeah. They're not physically able to. So, right. But, I think this guy has really good promise, and so awesome. I'm, I'm excited about it. It's very exciting. That's very cool. Yeah, it's my next chapter in life is just trying cool. to start a legacy. Now, make sure he listens to Dennis the Apprentice, right? Oh, of I'll, course. I'll get him on the right track. Of course. For of sure. course, of course. Um, so how did you find Instagram? How did I find or how Instagram? did Instagram find you? Well, I, you know, I started off mostly with Facebook, uh, with like uh, plumbing groups. Uh, okay. You know, the, the, the plumbing hacks and, and professional plumbing discussion yeah. was, was really uh, my thing uh, that I, I kind of got into. I think they have maybe 43,000 members. Now they had 5,000 whenever I joined oh, wow. down to that. So okay. they've grown a lot. But uh, that was a, a great insight to meeting other plumbers, learning how other people do it, uh, sharing how I do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, forever, I wasn't the rapping plumber. I was how it be with Danny G. Because right. I, I would like to share and show people how I may tackle something right. and you know, give people ideas like, hey, that's a neat, neat little idea or yeah. that was dumb, you know. It, right. it, it, it's all, some things hit, some things don't. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, so is Facebook. Well, then through that group, uh, uh, they just brought up uh, uh, John Thompson. That was the first person that I ever heard of that was on this Instagram thing, you know? Yeah. Somebody said, yeah, John, Th- I think Brian Hammonds was, was talking about, oh yeah, John Thompson, you know, he's all big on this Instagram thing. And his, and so then at the wet show, uh, we had a big a big meeting uh, yeah, at a restaurant and yeah. there was a lot of IG guys there. Yeah. And I didn't know anyone except for John Thompson because of that long mustache. Right, That was right. his identifying uh, right. thing. So, uh, so that was the first time I heard about it and thought, well, let me let me see what this is about. Right. So, yeah. Very cool. That's so which, fun. Which I actually prefer Instagram over Facebook. Interesting. Uh, yeah, Instagram, Instagram uh, right away became the positive thing where most positivity is happening on Instagram. 
Right. You know, amongst the, amongst the trades, amongst tearing people down. Like, that happens uh, on a lot of these. And it's not just the hacks group. It's, it's other plumbing uh, sites. You post a picture of your work, and, and right away you get everybody wanting to, to rip you apart and right. tear you apart for, I wouldn't do it that way. You can't yeah. do that. Not right. here, you know. And so on Instagram, you don't get as much. You may post something, if somebody doesn't like it, they just... Zip their, Isn't it interesting just the different scrolling. personalities they have? It is. The platforms have just completely different yeah, personalities. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. on Instagram, it's more uh, you know, positive, mostly positive comments about, yeah, that's, that looks really good, good work or whatever. And and so you, know, you get that that good vibe. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. TikTok yet? Uh, a little bit of TikTok. Uh, I really haven't figured TikTok out all the it's, way. It's tough. It's, it's, it's a whole different character. Yeah. Uh, so I gotta. I, I I put a few things out there, and uh, I'm not successful like George uh, is on on TikTok. Like, yeah, that's the man. You know, totally. That's how I met George. I, <laughs> really? He, he had a uh, at the wet show two years ago. He had a one video that just exploded like right. millions. Right, 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 right. And I'm like, how did you do that? And he goes, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and he's never done it again. Yeah, right. Yeah. But that's how I met him. Right. So, because um, I was looking for TikTok stuff, I'm like, how do you do that? And it's like, okay. who's this George the plumber that's got millions of views? Right, right, yeah. So, so where did that? Where did the rapping plumber come from? So, uh, pretty much, I've been rapping since I was a freshman in high school. Okay. Uh, so, 1984 ish. Yeah. Uh, in the halls of the school, heard Run DMC. Okay? Yeah. And. <laughs> in the, the crazy true rap right there. That's true, that was the real true stuff right there. Rap right there. DJ Jazzy Jeff and oh, the Fresh, Fresh Prince, Prince. And all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, you ain't lying. <laughs> now we're talking. So, yeah. So those are the, those were my inspirations. And sure. and uh, and so it, it was always just fun until uh, through Instagram. Uh, you know, I kind of was rapping a little bit. Um, there's a guy named uh, uh, Alex. Um, uh, the biggest plumber that you'd probably uh, yeah the biggest, the biggest plumber, plumber okay. he's okay. he's in uh, he's in uh, Windsor Ontario Canada okay. um, and Alex encouraged I, I I did a rap one time a very short little impromptu thing yeah and he picked up on that and he has way more followers than I do and and I thought it was really cool that he picked up on it and he like shared it and thought it was really cool and he right. encouraged me. To you know, do do some more of that. That was that was really good stuff. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, you know. Yeah. And so then I did another little thing here too. I did a little spoof. You know, it was kind of like little spoof raps. You know, right, and right. Uh, uh, and so I did a couple more. And he really encouraged me through that. And then through the rapping on Instagram, someone reached out to me from Canada, from Vancouver, to to do a radio commercial, and said, awesome. Hey, would you be interested in doing a radio commercial for my plumbing company? in Vancouver. Uh, it would be on a couple different stations and uh, 30 seconds and we would pay you for it. I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, I would. Uh, and so we did that one and they were extremely happy with it. It did really well. They got great feedback. I would have a lot of people sending me uh, little videos of them on a job site and with the radio, job site radio there, and the rap came on the radio. And they would they would like record their their their, yeah. their jam box and you know, the radio and they would send that to me. Or they'd be in their car and it would come on, on the radio. So I would actually get to hear myself awesome. on, on the radio, which awesome. was kinda neat. Yeah. So uh, so that was cool. Then that led to one in Michigan and uh, and, and then just started it, it just kind of was a little snowball effect, yeah. Yeah. So how many have you done? Oh, I've probably done I would say 20. 
awesome. 20 of those paid uh, yeah. uh, commercial To be reps. used as like a commercial for a yeah, company. Yeah, 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 yeah. So have most, you done one for Zoom? Yeah. I have not. Zoom needs to reach out. Zoom <laughs> needs a wrap for the commercials. And, and basically what I do is when somebody's interested in a rap, I'll, I'll go ahead and almost interview them of, sure. of sorts, even if it's through text messaging, and say, you know, what is it about, let's say, Zoom? Well, sure. what is it about Zoom that you want to project to the world? Right. Well, give me some important things. Right. You know, what, what, you know, what are you proud of? What services do you offer? What are you really wanting to hit? You got a special you're wanting to get out there? Uh, and so, you know, I get, you know, how long have you been around? Do you want that in your rap? I mean, I try to tailor it to sure. their, their business. And so uh, once they give me all that info, then I just get to work. I'll come up with a beat and then start to, to throw things together. And yeah, that is I, so cool. And usually driving around in my plumbing truck from, from job to job, I've got a beat going all the time. Right. And I just kind of on repeat and I come up with a line and I'll stop and I'll type it in my phone and that way I don't forget it. Right. Very cool. Yeah. That might be fun for uh, behind the windshield. Right. There you go. Have a little intro or outro. <laughs> there you go. That'll be fun. I, I think it would. It, it could Very work. Cool. We got. We got. We got. We have to talk about that. All right. I think it's amazing these wet shows. I, I never went to these trade shows. I was. I was. I've been mm-hmm. running my own business for twenty years now, and heads down working, never time to get out sure, and go sure. away, and getting away like, you know what your business is all about or your trade's all about, but then you come out here and. You realize it's huge. It is, and then you meet people like you, and it's even bigger. Like you're wrapping in your truck. <laughs> right? It's like these trades. The sky's the limit yeah. to the trades oh, about yeah. what you can do in it, right? Sure, it's sure. not just doing drains or fixing toilets, right, or right, right, that kind of thing. Yeah, and and here at the wet show, I'm amazed uh, at, at things that I can't do and I probably never will do. Right. But it's like, wow, people are doing that. That is this whole pipelining thing. Yeah. You know, and you talk to somebody that does pipelining, oh, it's nothing. It's, you know, to me, I look at that, I think it's like sorcery. It's like magic. Yeah. How do you do that? And, you know, oh, it's this, 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 and make it sound easy. Can you imagine getting our grandparents to come over here, visit us for a day, and see what's going on in the world? I know. With all this technology. I know, right? It's amazing. Yeah, crazy. Very cool. Well, Danny, thanks so much for coming on the show. You're welcome. You're welcome. And uh, if you don't subscribe, follow at... Yeah, The Wrapping Plumber. The Wrapping yeah. Plumber. Yeah, and I also have a Wrapping Plumber YouTube. Okay. And so, so the, my YouTube channel is The Wrapping Plumber. Okay. And all the wraps are on there. Oh, they're all on there? Yeah. On your so, YouTube yeah, channel? Yeah, they're all on there. Yeah, I try not to put any other clutter in you. I just put the videos. And have so you sold territories yet? Like, like <laughs> so no competition territories for no, your wraps? No, I haven't. Okay. I okay. haven't. So cool. I do have one company that I have a um, that I have an exclusivity deal with. Yeah. Uh, that uh, that I don't wrap for their competitors and right, whatnot. Right. So right. that's that's a it's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, for me and for them. So, yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Thanks so for coming on. I wait. Let me share yeah. one more thing because yeah. it was the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. Was yesterday morning, uh, gassing up at the gas station before coming to the wet show yeah. in the morning in my area. A customer at the gas station says to me, uh, excuse me, are you a plumber? Now, I wasn't dressed as a plumber. I was right. dressed as me. And I said, yes, I, I am a plumber. And he says, are you a rapper? <laughs> I said, yes, uh, actually, I am yeah. a rapper. And and uh, now I'm really intrigued. Like, yeah. How does this guy know? He goes, your song, I Got a Wrench for That, is my daughter's favorite song ever. 
No way. She made me listen to that song like five times in a row. And we were bumping it loud on my car system. Awesome. And I was like, are you serious? I've he got said, a wrench yeah, for that. I got a wrench for that. Yeah. So, and, and actually, Alex, the guy I spoke of, yeah. I have him do a little cameo in that rap. So on that video, I got a wrench awesome. for that. It's a lot about rigid wrenches and awesome. stuff. So, but I, you know, I, I looked at him and said, how did you know? Yeah. And he said, well, you actually changed a faucet at my house. And oh. after you left, I looked you up you right. know, and right. found your rap songs. Right. I was like, wow, that's kind of interesting. That is totally cool. <laughs> so I had this like 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 uh, a fame moment that totally. was just really weird. Yeah. But yeah, when he said, and are you a pl- are you a rapper? And I went, Yeah. <laughs> Talking of fame moments, we're not done obviously. No. Talking about fame moments, isn't it bizarre to be in another city walking down a corridor and people call you out? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And it's like, oh my goodness. And that's a feeling that I, I don't really do that well with. I always thought I would. Like, I yeah. always, you know, I always look to want to be popular or whatever. Sure. And then when that moment hits and you hear Danny G and you turn around and you don't have a clue who it was. Yeah. And then it's awkward. Yeah. For me, it gets yeah. a little awkward. Like, right away, I'm looking at your name tag and sometimes they let you off the hook. Oh, you don't know me. I, I don't post, but I follow your stuff. You know? Right. Right. And so, uh, but that's, it's kind of a little bit of a weird, a weird feeling still, still. Totally. I was, uh, my first time was uh, two years ago at the AHR show mm-hmm. in Florida. I met you there. Actually, that's where I met you. Is it? That's where I met you. I was with Bold. Me and Bold were oh, walking yes. around at that yeah. uh, taco, uh, taco, taco, take, taco, taco, pump. taco party. Yes, exactly. That's where I met you at the yes. taco party. Exactly. Yeah. That was the first time. Like, okay. I get to see apprentice. I turn around this big big bearded plumber guy gives me a hug and says, I watch you every morning. And I'm like, wow. Wow, this is bizarre. That is. So, yeah, that, that was is, a lot that, of fun. That's a weird feeling, but yeah. it's cool. It's cool. Tell me about your new car really quick. Okay, so. You've got a new car. I got a new car. Actually, kind of a little sporting that uh, that Corvette. Uh, Corvette? That Corvette uh, mojo right there. So, yeah, I was able to uh, buy a brand new 2021 Corvette convertible. Um, and it's a C8. It's the newest model. Okay. And and really, what happened was doing a, a rap video uh, for uh, Nibco uh, for their Rot Racer product. They have a new Corvette, and that was the first time I ever got to drive a Corvette in my life. So for the rap video, and whenever I drove that, I said, "This is definitely." I've I've always wanted one all my life. Yeah. I've always wanted a Corvette. I've always wanted a Lamborghini since sure. I was a kid, seven years old. I can remember having a poster of a Lamborghini. Sure. But I always wanted a Corvette. Always wanted a Lamborghini. Well, now, Corvette makes a car that kind of looks like a Lamborghini, sure. and so it's almost bringing both both worlds together. And uh, through the wrapping, I was able to purchase that with with all wrapping money. I've saved all that wrapping money, so I, I don't uh, blow through it. Uh, I, so every cool. dime of wrapping money that I've been paid, I've saved and saved and saved. And one day I go in to get plumbing tires for my plumbing truck, okay? Right, tires for my right. truck. And I pull in to get the tires, and there's that car. And it was just the perfect moment. And I messed with the dealer. Hey, you got any Corvettes for me? Because there's a year and a half waiting list. Sure. And I thought that must be the, the owner of the, 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 the dealership, the dealership yeah. right? You know? And he said, yeah, we actually just got one about an hour ago it got here. And we weren't expecting it. And I'm like, no what? And so I made a phone call. He said, there's people on their way up to, to look at it and probably buy it because it's a very hot commodity right now. And I called my wife. 
I talked to my wife very fast about it. She said, do it. She gets awesome. the Wife of the Year Award Awesome for that. She said, awesome. babe, do it. You've wanted that all your life, and she's known that. And yeah. so with the wrapping money that I had saved up, I was able to just buy it outright. That and is so, so yeah, cool. It's such a blessing. I, when I look at that, I don't worship the car, but, man, whenever I see it, I still get the tinglys going yeah. on. Yeah. Very good. It's a really nice ride. Now, was that the same car that you and uh, Louie the no, was what no, was that? that was that was actually a Lamborghini. Okay. Uh, yeah, that was a Lamborghini. It was one of his friends in in uh, New York. Okay. We, we went over. He surprised me with that part of the video shoot. We we, we weren't planning. I wasn't planning on that, but he wouldn't tell me where we were going. He said, "Okay, everybody, you got the film crew. Everybody, let's get in the cars." And and we we. This rolled. is Louis the Boiler Man. Louis the Boiler Man. And so this is in Long Island, just outside okay. of New York City. And so we pull up at this house. I still have no idea. And, and we're all standing outside, excited. They're all excited. I'm like, who's coming out, right? right? It wasn't really about who was coming out when the garage door opened and then he fired that Lamborghini up. It was like, wow, wow yeah, right. that's cool. He backed that thing out. And, and then we pulled out in the street and we was able to do that video shoot. So you and Louis, the Boiler Man, did a wrap in yes. the car, right? Yeah, yeah. Was yeah, that yeah. was that for a customer or was that for a product or no, what was that, that about? That was for fun. Just for fun. That was for fun. It was a little spoof on uh, push it, you know, salt and pepper. Yeah, yeah. Push yeah. it real good. Yeah. Well, it was heated, heat it real good. So Perfect. Louis the Boiler Man does boilers and and, and heating that way. I do right. hot water heaters, you know, right. water heaters. And so you know, between the, the two of us, we've got heating going on. And he said, let's collaborate on something. So he kind of came up with the idea and. Uh, Awesome. He, he wrote his lines. I wrote my lines. We we recorded it long distance, uh, right. in two different studios. Had it all put together. Yeah, and I flew awesome. out. I flew out and stayed with him for a couple of days at his house. Awesome. Uh, he was a very good host. Uh, very cool. Louis a, a very interesting person. He's a he is a one creative dude. <laughs> he is a creative. Now we're dude. all gonna have to get food trucks. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Food rockets. Uh, this is a, a commercial for the food. It's sponsored by the food rocket. Is it? <laughs> you <Yeah>. know. <laughs> But that's that's it's what coming. he would that's what he would say. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, no, Louis is a great guy, and I think we're actually uh, we're actually looking to do something. I think um, AHR is uh, looking for me and Louis to do something, maybe for next year. Awesome. Yeah, so little sneak peek at what may be coming. Something. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah, Very cool from Louis and I. All right, Danny. Thanks so much for coming. You're on. welcome. Thank right. you. Take care, Dennis. Yeah.